0: For professional advice with a personal touch, consult Fuller Landau, chartered accountants, and business advisors. Click on flmontreal.com.
1: Good evening, CJD time is 7.08 and welcome to a new program on CJAD. It's called What Keeps You Up Nights. It's a new business program about the entrepreneurial spirit that drives Quebec business and it's brought to you by Fuller Landau and joining me is my co-host from Fuller Landau, Josh Miller. Welcome back, Josh. Hello, thank you very much, Dan. Now, I'm very excited about this show tonight because, um, well, I'm hungry and I came hungry and I think I'm going to be satisfied because we have uh, Michael Eskenazi in. Uh, welcome, Michael.
0: Thank you,
1: Dan. Now, Michael is the owner of Mr. Felix and Mr. Norton, the famous Montreal cookies. So thanks so much for coming in. And uh, Josh, why don't you take it away and just tell us, uh, I guess, about uh, where we're going with this remarkable business and these delicious cookies that are in front of me right now.
2: It's an absolutely fantastic, tempting story, uh, certainly with the cookies next to us. It's fascinating and uh, time is definitely precious this hour. There are many stories to tell, I can assure you of that. Uh, I've known Michael for many, many years, and uh, I'm really interested to hear the story from beginning to end, the ups and downs, and, uh, and where we're going from here. So welcome, Michael. Thank you very much for appearing with us tonight. And, uh, and I think just get us started and say, you know, let us know how you kind of got into this business and where it all started. Where did the idea come from?
0: Well, I'm pretty proud to tell you that uh, we're only a couple of months away from our, tw- from our 25th uh, anniversary of opening our first store on Queen Mary Road in, in DiCari. And uh, so a long time ago, a little more than 25 years ago, uh, one day I walked into uh, the job that I had and the uh, boss called me in and said, uh, uh, here's your walking papers, get the hell out of here and uh, I was uh, I had just turned 29 and had uh, sort of moved up the corporate ladder and I'd only been at that job for four months it was a, a, a big uh, um, promotion for me to, to change jobs and work at this uh, retail company and all of a sudden there uh, he says also please leave the keys for your company car on my desk and clean out your desk and go home so after uh, uh, recovering from the shock uh, I said you know I love to bake. I have a real passion for, for chocolate. I've been a chocoholic since I was a little boy. Why not turn my passion into a business? I had seen cookie shops in the the States, and I always wondered why nobody was doing it uh, in Montreal. And I said, hey, I can do this. Why don't I just uh, uh, put some recipes together, and uh, I can I can start my own chain instead of working for somebody else.
2: Was it a long process from beginning to... From thought, idea to opening that store,
0: um, I got fired in August of 1984, and uh, we opened that store in April of 1985. And a lot of things happened in that eight or nine months, uh, uh, including some some depression and concern about where was I going to uh, make enough money to, uh, to 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 well to feed myself and my wife. We didn't have any kids yet. Uh, I mean. As an example of the stress, uh, my, my mother-in-law, my wife's uh, mother, ended up hospitalized about a week before we were open, just from stress, worrying that what were her crazy children doing, uh, mortgaging their home and risking everything to sell cookies? How many cookies did they hope to sell to be able to pay for all this expense that they had uh, entered into? But things worked out pretty well.
1: I'm You're listening to uh, what keeps you up nights on CJAD, a new business program about the entrepreneurial spirit that drives Quebec business. My name is Dan Delmar, joined by my co-host uh, Josh Miller of Fuller Landau. Thank you, Dan.
2: And I think it, it worked out into obviously a, an excellent success right from the get go. The store, I believe, opened up in 1985, and the success just went from there. Tell us, tell us what happened then.
0: Well, I, actually, if you don't mind, I'd just like to give you a bit of background about that. That. Uh, that whole setup time because I think there's a lot of people out there who may be thinking about starting a business and uh, I think they might want to know what it took. Um, and and there was, I mean, I, as I said, I was very passionate about chocolate and I, and I think it's very key for anybody who starts a business who gets into business to be passionate. If you don't have passion for what you're doing, if you're just doing it to make a, to make money, you're going to have a lot of difficulty. You've really got to care about your product, your customers and and be passionate about it. Um, so it was a lot of fun for me because I did a lot of trial and error in the kitchen and a lot of tasting and a lot of tasting parties to uh, develop the recipes uh, and uh, I, I started out with a very simple and basic uh, tenet for our company was that we wanted to make the best cookies. If we were gonna only sell cookies they had to be the best cookies that anybody ever had um, and I I researched uh, cookie recipes by going into bookstores and libraries and looked at chocolate chip cookie recipes and they were all the same, butter, sugar, eggs, flour, and chocolate, slightly different amounts or proportions of those items. So I I, I researched, there was no internet in those days, things would have been a lot easier today. Yeah. But I went into libraries and I looked up, uh, I learned about the different kinds of butter, that. Uh, different kinds of chocolate I, I knew a lot already but I learned a lot more.
2: Did you take this up all on your own? Did your Was your wife there to help? Did you have your friends that were around or you were really pushing this all 100% yourself?
0: Well, it was very natural for me. I, I, I uh, had uh, been married for about uh, four years at the time and uh, I had a, a, my best friend who was the best man at my wedding also, uh, uh, we we had uh, gone through school and university and our commerce degrees together and always said one day we were going to start a business. So here I was starting a business. So it was very almost automatic to involve obviously my wife because she was my partner in life, but also my best friend. So the way we set up the company was we split it a third each and uh, they were very involved uh, with me and supportive as uh... we worked on developing the concept
2: did you have different roles between you when you first started or because it was so new you just kind of the three of you were involved in everything and you you all got along and and it was just an easy route from there
0: well there was no question that it was basically my baby it was my, i was leading the pack it was my full-time job both of the other two had jobs uh... in in other industries uh... and we needed my wife's salary to to, to keep paying our mortgage and uh, my friend also had other income so it was they, they were there, uh, they, they assisted and they, they, a lot of the brainstorming sessions with the three of us but it was still mostly under my leadership
1: You're listening to What Keeps You Up Nights, a new business program on CJD about the entrepreneurial spirit uh, that drives Quebec business. I'm joined uh, by Josh Miller of Fuller Landau and our guest this evening, Michael Eskenazi. He's the owner of Monsieur Felix and Monsieur Norton, which I don't think really needs any introduction. Some of the best cookies in the city. If you have a question for uh, Mr. Eskenazi, if you're a business owner who's struggling and need a bit of advice, give us a call at 514-790-0991. That's 790-0991 or StarTalk on your Bell Mobility cell phone. Uh, CJD time is coming up to 7.15. CJD time is 7.17. Welcome back. My name is Dan Delmar, joined by Josh Miller of Fuller Landau, and this is What Keeps You Up Nights, a new program on CJD about the entrepreneurial spirit that drives Quebec business. And our guest tonight, uh, who brought some delicious goods that I'm going to sample a bit more in a second, is uh, Michael Eskenazi. He's the owner of Felix & Norton Cookies, and they're about to celebrate their 25th anniversary, so congratulations for that. And, uh, Josh, we were talking a bit about, I guess, uh, how Felix Norton started and how they came to be, and uh, I guess take it away.
2: Mr. Felix and Mr. Norton, it's certainly a name that is synonymous with fantastic, delicious, delectable cookies. But how did this name come to be, Michael? I mean, there's got to be some story behind it.
0: Well, the three of us—sorry, I'm just swallowing. I still eat the cookies myself. <laughs> I uh, can see that.
2: Good to know. Good um,
0: the three of us would uh, looked at uh, the competition, or the other cookie shops that were out there uh, outside of Montreal because, as I said, there was no one in Montreal, but there was Mrs. Fields and David's Cookies and Brian's Cookies and Debbie's Cookies and Famous Amos. And we looked at uh, names like that, our own names, and Michael's Cookies or Michelle's Cookies didn't really do it for me, so we didn't figure that it would uh, do it for anybody else. So we finally decided to dig very deep into our pockets and go to a well-known advertising agency in Montreal and uh, we, uh, uh, they charged us $5,000, which at the time was a huge amount of money for us to put out. Uh, and uh, they came up with uh, these two characters, as they explained to us. Chocolate chip cookies is something that is traditionally American. Mr. Norton is an, a, a very American-sounding name. Your cookies are very upscale gourmet. So Monsieur Felix is the chef pâtissier from France who brings the quality side and therefore we had a fun and bilingual name there was a resonance just because it was two guys and uh... norton from the honeymooners and felix from the odd couple were names that would people would would identify with and although we thought the name was too long Mr. felix and mister norton uh... we realized or they told us don't worry some people will eventually start calling you felix and norton
1: if you're successful and that's what happened and people must ask you all the time if these guys are real right
0: Sure, I'm always asked, people come up to me and say, so so which one are you? Uh, Are you Mr. (laughs) Felix or Mr. Norton? And I go, yes, I'm Mr. Felix or Mr. Norton.
2: As long as they don't start talking back to you. So now that you have this name, you have this brand, you have this concept, you have this opening day, this store that opens. Tell us about this opening day experience.
0: So we finally put it all together. Mother-in-law's in in the hospital. I'm in the store at 5.30 in the morning baking the very first batch of uh, cookies, with tears rolling down my cheeks, tears of fear. Because for months, everybody was telling me my cookies were great, but they were all friends and family, and they were all getting them for free. I w- would people actually come in and pay for them? So we had a scheme. Our idea, our promotional idea for opening day was that I would go in really early and bake a whole bunch of cookies, and my two partners would grab these cookies and go to all the... Uh, that we, we selected eight different radio stations in Montreal, including this one, and uh, we would, they would just try to talk their way in. In 1985, there wasn't the security that there is today, <laughs> and it was really easy. You could just walk right into radio stations. And we hoped that maybe one out of eight would say something nice. Well, eight out of eight said, wow, these people just brought in these cookies, and they are amazing. Go check them out on Queen Mary Road. By 8.30 in the morning, we had a lineup of 20 people.
2: By- uh-huh. Absolutely. And did you have enough cookies? Were you prepared for the number of people that came that morning? We we
0: uh, we were rushing to prepare. By by uh, of course the partners came back to help out. Uh, I called the, 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 the freshly trained staff and I said you got to come in. We need you know all hands on deck. I got called my parents, everybody that I could find to, to help me.
1: You're listening to What Keeps You Up Nights on CJAD, a new program about the entrepreneurial spirit that drives Quebec business. And uh, my partner Josh Miller from Fuller-Landau joining me now. And our guest this evening is Michael Eskenazi, the owner of Felix & Norton Cookies. Now, you mentioned something um, earlier that I want to uh, touch on again, and that is fear. How did you overcome that fear of, uh, I guess, wanting to go after your, your your passion, making cookies, and not and not knowing how it would end up? And what advice would you give to... Uh, people who may have a dream out there, but are too scared to, f- to to see it through.
0: Well, the fear started to go away very quickly when I saw that lineup at the door. <laughs> but uh, but there was a lot of fear, uh, uh, of course, in those uh, months leading up. But we were prepared. We did a lot of things, and we did a lot of research, and we worked really hard, and we ha- and we and we didn't compromise. We we had a beautiful store. We had some terrific packaging from the first day that made us look very professional. Uh, we were very careful, uh, and and you know we worked on a lot of details to make sure things would go well.
2: And was your preparedness? Uh, did it take you through that day, that week, the next month? Uh, what, was there anything that happened or specific that that kind of brought a little bit of that fear back, or that even gave you further ideas to continue?
0: Well that lineup that first day continued through the first day the second day the third day and the fourth day uh, we open on a Wednesday Wednesday through Saturday we did huge numbers we had calculated that we needed to do about four hundred dollars a day to break even and we were doing from fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars a day and uh, we were we were so excited by by that we thought you know I was already planning what kind of boat I was yacht I was gonna buy by the second or third day but then the fifth day was a Sunday, and we did about two hundred and fifty dollars. Well, it was Sunday, maybe you know, if people weren't used to Sunday shopping. But through the next week, sales just tailed off, and we were doing three, four hundred dollars a day. And we realized that yes, at the beginning there was an initial surge of family, friends, and a bit of a buzz. But after that, it was gonna. It was a long and slow climb, and there was a. There were many months of uh, struggling till we could really get ourselves, make ourselves known, and start to. Uh, get a loyal following.
1: If you have a question for Michael Eskenazi, he's the owner and founder of Monsieur Felix and Mr. Norton Cookies. 514-790-0991-790-0991. Talk on Bell Mobility. We have uh, Susan on the line now. Welcome, Susan.
0: Hi, Michael. It's, it's Susan speaking. Um, I just wanted to know, uh, very recently I attended a party that had a Felix and Norton truck outside the house and they were baking cookies fresh, I would imagine that's part of your company? Uh, uh, actually, that was probably me in the truck. Oh, there you go. Well, I wasn't okay. invited is the important question. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, but, you know, I'm not a soft cookie person, so I really don't go into your shop to get the cookies, but
2: these cookies that were being baked fresh in the truck were probably using less dough and making them much thinner, and I dream of those cookies every day. like. I don't know
0: why you can't make them for the store, for the hard cookie, crispy cookie person.
1: Okay, well, I guess Susan's question is, uh, is there a day maybe when you see them on the shelves next to Oreos?
0: Um, actually, no. We, we don't really think that our cookies would uh, it would be a completely different cookie to have the shelf life of an Oreo. But what we are uh, working on, and we will be launching early next year, uh, is our cookie dough, the exact same cookie dough that I bake on the truck or is in the stores, in grocery stores and perhaps some of the other big box stores, uh, so that you can bake it the way you like. And if you like it crispy, just bake it a little bit longer and it'll get crunchy. Uh, but hot, fresh cookies, there's nothing that can beat it.
1: True. Uh, we have uh, Alex on the line from Point Claire. Hey, Alex. Oh, hi
2: there. Uh, I have a question for Mr. Eskenazi. Sure, go ahead. I wanted to know, uh, Mr. Eskenazi, how did you go about um, staffing your stores uh, when you first started out?
0: Well, the first guy I hired was a real pain. His name was Alex, um, <laughs> and that happens to be him on the phone. Um, he was. Uh, we hired. We went and hired uh, students from Vanier College, and uh, we. I, I met with the um, uh, one of the guidance counselors who uh, gave me uh, some CVs, including some that were quite embellished. Uh, one in particular where a guy uh, really exaggerated his uh, his background.
1: His name wouldn't be Alex now, would it? Uh, perhaps, yes. Perhaps. Alex is silent right now on the line.
0: <laughs> but he turned out to be a terrific employee, and uh, uh, he's uh, uh, he really helped uh, grow our business. And... Uh, For professional advice with a personal touch, consult Fuller Landau, Chartered Accountants, and Business Advisors. Click on flmontreal.com.
1: CJD time is 7.33. My name is Dan Dalmar, and welcome to a new program on CJAD called What Keeps You Up Nights. It's a new business program about the entrepreneurial spirit that drives Quebec business. And our guest this evening is Michael Eskenazi. He's the owner and founder of Monsieur Felix and Mr. Norton Cookies, uh, celebrating their 25th anniversary soon. And uh, I'm going to chow down on some more cookies in a second. But first, let me introduce my co-host uh, from Fuller Landau, Josh Miller. We've been
2: listening to the story of Monsieur Felix and Mr. Norton and how it started and the first store, but clearly there are more than one store. There was a beginning, but it did progress. There were many stores that opened up after that. Michael, I'd love to hear a little bit about the thought process of when the next store happened, how it happened, why it happened, and when you're choosing locations.
0: Well, uh, a year after uh, the, the first store on Queen Mary, we opened a second store in uh, Léal d'Anjou, uh, Ville d'Anjou. And uh, then I finally got my big break that I'd been fighting for, which was a store on St. Catherine Street across from the Eaton Center, which is where you started, mm-hmm. Josh, and uh, as well as the fourth one uh, that opened just within a few months of that in, uh, in, on St. John's in Point Clair. And uh, that uh, uh, was a heck of an experience. I, uh, I mean, I was such a gambler in those days. Uh, I, uh, I went to the banks. I financed. I asked for financing for two stores, and then I overspent on the St. Catherine Street to such an extent that I spent all of the financing that I had in place for two stores on the first store. But luckily, thanks to uh, some luck and some some smart advertising, we did a lot of uh, radio advertising in those days, uh, and uh, we had a phenomenal Christmas season, and we were able to generate enough cash flow in just those few months of the opening of St. Catherine and the initial opening of the Point Claire store that we were able to raise enough funds to pay off the uh, the cost of opening the, 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 the Point Claire store.
2: Well I certainly remember the opening of the St. Catherine Street store across from Eaton Centre and it was hopping. There wasn't a moment to sit down uh, and it was it was really busy and, and a lot of fun I must say. Um, did the locations find you or did you find the locations?
0: Um, I had a background uh, in uh, real estate uh, negotiation and shopping center leases. Uh, that was what I worked in for a few uh, retail chains. So I knew how to negotiate. I had quite a few landlord contacts. But when I first, uh, you know, initially, I wanted to open the first door on Saint Catherine Street, and the landlord said to me, "Sorry, come back. Go learn your business somewhere else because you can't afford to to make." big mistakes on, on St. Catherine Street. If you do, you're going to fail and your business will go down. That's too much risk. Go learn in a suburban neighborhood and once you understand your business, then you'll be able to do a much better job on a, in, in a high rent location.
1: You're listening to What Keeps You Up Nights on CJAD, a new business program about the entrepreneurial spirit that drives Quebec business, brought to you by Fuller Landau. My name is Dan Delmar, and our guest this evening is Michael Eskenazi. He's the owner and founder of Monsieur Felix and Mr. Norton, who are about to celebrate their 25th anniversary. And my co-host from Fuller Landau is Josh Miller. So you started with several stores. You went from employee number one,
2: that we were so kind to hear hear about before, and now you're building up to tens dozens how many employees did you get to and how are you you know did you have any pitfalls did you have any issues with them along the way how did you find them tell us a little bit about your dealing with uh, with employees that you found and a lot of them of course were students struggling students trying to pay their way through school uh, how did you deal with them and how was your rapport with them
0: well in the the, the first few years it was like a family I knew every employee I knew their parents I knew what they were studying in school we we uh, we laughed together we played together we had a lot of pretty fun parties one of the great highlights was one, uh, one year we had a, a, a huge uh, custard pie fight mm-hmm. uh, which was always one of my dreams and we uh, I don't everybody who was there remembers it as the night they laughed harder than they ever laughed in their lives
2: it was a tremendous party I must say
0: and and, uh, and and it really was like a family until it got shattered uh, with a, a, a series of events that I know you'll remember as well, uh, when we realized that uh, all the sales were not ending up in the cash.
2: All the sa- You mean people were stealing from you?
0: That's what uh, we, that's what it appeared to be.
2: And how did you resolve that? How did you find that out for sure?
0: Um, well, actually, we got some inside information from a very loyal employee who told us that some of the, uh, her co-workers... Uh, were, were stealing. And uh, we decided to uh, hire a private investigator who, uh, to keep an eye on things. And uh, just by observing, he saw uh, unprocessed transactions where uh, sales were not punched in the cash. Yet, at the end of the night, the cash wasn't over by that amount. Therefore, the money had been pocketed by the employees.
2: And you dealt with that. And I mean, so you, you cleaned up shop a little bit. And And uh, did you have any other uh, issues or or did it become less of a family environment after that? How how did you feel about that? Did you feel betrayed? How?
0: You know, I had been in retail already for about 10 years, even if only a few years on my own. I had, uh, that was one of my roles in another job was was looking for internal uh, theft and I knew that it was a fact of life. My wife, who had recently joined the business and was managing one of the stores, was completely devastated by the betrayal. It was tough, but I just knew it was a fact of life, and you had to weed out some bad apples. And uh, that I also knew that most of the employees were extremely loyal and, and dedicated, and uh, I, I just also realized that I had to set up some better controls.
1: Is there anything you can do as a business owner, uh, maybe especially if you, if small business owners are listening, to sort of um, maybe create a culture where stealing is less likely to happen, or is this just something that happens? You think?
0: Like I said, I think you need to have better controls. I I thought that cult, that there was a culture of family of trust uh, both ways, but the temptation is always so high when you're dealing with cash, mm-hmm. uh, that, uh, you've got to have other security systems. One of the other things I'm very, uh, proud that we did was we ended up hiring a young man, uh, to do uh, mystery shopping. And, uh, he set up, uh, a couple of his friends to give us reports. And, and, and also we had great feedback on how, what kind of service he was getting. And this, uh, Man has gone on to build one of uh, the world's largest mystery shopping companies. Uh, uh, he's uh, a lot more successful than I've ever been, just from that.
1: You're listening to What Keeps You Up Nights on CJAD, a new business program about the entrepreneurial spirit that drives Quebec business. It's brought to you by Fuller Landau, and our guest this evening is the owner and founder of Monsieur Felix and Mr. Norton, uh, Michael Eskenazi, and my co-host of Fuller Landau is Josh Miller. We're listening to the uh, some of the ups and downs that uh
2: that were part of the growth story of felix norton and i know that it didn't it didn't just start or didn't stop should i say at the retail stores Uh, i believe it did continue from there what what went on beyond the retail stores how many retail stores did you end up with and where did you go from there
0: well uh after we had opened the first eight stores and we one of them was in ottawa and i had a lot of trouble uh with the the distance with ottawa and I had resisted franchising, but uh, I, was, I had heard a quote that said, for every customer that walks in for an employee is more work, but for a franchisee is more money. That was, that was going to be the motivation. If I put in owner-operators in my stores, especially the ones that were further away from the home base, they were going to uh, run it like it was their own business. So I started franchising in 19, late 1990, early 1991, and went from eight company stores up to 18, and eventually up to 40-odd stores.
2: And when, I mean, how did you find these franchisees? Um, and did they, did they follow a path? Or did you create the plan from scratch? Uh, how, how did it work, and, and what happened at the end of it? Well,
0: uh, I, I've been asked, do I have regrets in business? If I had one decision I could have back, it would be that one. I I really didn't like the way my business changed because instead of selling cookies, or in addition to selling cookies but really in a lot of ways instead of I was now selling businesses I was spending my days doing business deals dealing with the real estate dealing with bankers dealing with accountants excuse me uh, it was a lot less fun than dealing with customers and staff and, and and playing with the cookies every day
2: so the passion that you had when you started just kinda of wasn't there because it wasn't dealing with what you had originally thought set out to do
0: Yes. And and also the ability. I'm very entrepreneurial and I and I believe that I'm very creative. And a lot of the the great creative ideas came before franchisees. Once I had franchisees, every time I had another creative idea, I had to call a a committee meeting that would uh, franchisees to get approval. And everything seemed to drag for months and uh, was uh, was very tough to get things done.
1: We're talking with uh, Michael Eskenazi. He's the owner of Mr. Felix and Mr. Norton. Uh, now, you mentioned franchising, and if someone out there has maybe a successful small business and has a recognizable brand in their neighborhood, how do they know when maybe franchising is uh, could be an option, and how did you know that, that it would be successful?
0: Well, uh, you, you really have to have a system that can easily be duplicated. There's a lot of people who look at franchising because they have one successful unit, and, and people... As soon as you're successful, people will start asking you, hey, can I get a franchise? Hey, can I? And it, it, it's tough to resist that lure of people uh, wanting to invest in your business, but it's very important that you do. I, I, I was given some really good advice that I had to grow. I, after I opened one store, I went to see some franchising experts, and they also told me, come back after you've opened five or six or seven, that, that you have a system that can work in different locations and that, that is a system as opposed to just you running the store.
2: So when you built up to the 40 stores or, or whatever whatever number it came to be, the manufacturing facility behind it must have been quite something to, to be a part of and to create.
0: Well, yes, uh, we, had, uh, we had grown the manufacturing from the back of the Queen Mary store to a small location, to a bigger location, and finally to a really large location that all of a sudden I had all this extra capacity. So I started manufacturing not just for my stores, but I started supplying a lot of other major chains uh, from airlines to coffee shops to, uh, to school cafeterias and uh, even major grocery and, uh, and big box chains.
2: And did you, was it always the Felix Norton brand, or were you starting to create different brands that stemmed from it?
0: No, actually, uh, most of that that business uh, was done either under the name of that company, which was the Ultimate Cookie Company, or Private Labels, simply uh, done for Air Canada as Air Canada Cookies, as an example.
1: You're listening to What Keeps You Up, Nights on CJAD, a business program about the entrepreneurial spirit that drives Quebec business. My name is Dan Dalmar, joined by Michael Eskenazi. He's the owner of Mr. Felix and Mr. Norton, and my co-host, Josh Miller. If you have a question for the owner of Felix Norton, you can give us a call right now at 514-790-0991. That's 790-0991. Star talk, star 8255 on Bell Mobility. CJAD time is coming up to 745.
0: For professional advice with a personal touch, consult Fuller Landau, Chartered Accountants and Business Advisors. Click on flmontreal.com. 747
1: on Montreal's News Talk leader, CJAD800. This is what keeps you up nights a new business program on CJED about the entrepreneurial spirit that drives Quebec business. My name is Dan Delmar, joined by the owner of Monsieur Felix and Mr. Norton Cookies this evening, Michael Eskenazi. Uh, They're coming close uh, to their 25th anniversary, incredible. And uh, my co-host this evening is Josh Miller uh, with Fuller Landau. Felix Norton has certainly
2: been involved in this community uh, for almost 25 years now. And I know that Michael himself, you know, that he certainly cherishes the people that support him. And I also know that he likes to give back where, uh, where he feels it's, it's, it's worth it. So Michael, I guess I would pose the question to you is, with all the support that you've gotten over the years, where do you find yourself, how do you give back to the people that have, have given to you over, over time?
0: Well, over the years, I informally uh, mentored a lot of people who were looking at starting a franchise business and who came to see me. But for the last five years, I have been the chief mentor of a wonderful organization in Montreal called Yes Montreal, which used to be Youth Employment Services, uh, which helps uh, English speaking Montrealers uh, who are... Uh, budding entrepreneurs. It gives them, uh, we give them advice in uh, in starting their business. Uh, also a lot of uh, career counseling uh, done, employment counseling. But my role is chief mentor and we have a mentorship program where we mentor young entrepreneurs who are uh, starting businesses. And it's, it's wonderfully rewarding to share some of my accumulated knowledge and help guide them uh, and answer their questions as uh, they go through all that fear stage and uh, as they are setting up or just starting out.
1: Not everyone can, can own a cookie store, right? Or a candy store or something just so fun and outlandish. And Do you ever get people who, who are asking you for advice um, and you have to tell them, no, that's just not a realistic business. As, as amazing as your passion is, you can't make that into a business?
0: Uh, I would never say it in those <laughs> words. I, uh, my role isn't to answer uh, or, or judge. My role is to make them think. So if I think that, I will ask some pointed questions that will hopefully get them to realize that. But so far, that hasn't really happened. I've only been lucky enough to, to meet up with a lot of people with a lot of really good ideas.
1: If you have a question for Michael Eskenazi, he's the owner of Monsieur Felix and Mr. Norton, you can give us a call right now at 514 or 991 or StarTalk on Bell Mobility. Uh, let's go to Mark right now. Hey there, Mark. Hi, Mark. First of all, uh, Dan, great program. It's uh, nice to be listening to... Uh a business show on CJD, so I really appreciate that. And Michael, congratulations on your success. Really, Felix Norton is certainly a Montreal uh, staple and name that everyone knows. So, uh, a couple of questions. The first one: uh, How did you come up with the name Felix and Norton? Wh- where did that stem from? Uh, I actually just started listening about 15 minutes ago, so if I missed that, I apologize. And second of all, when you first started your business,
0: what
2: type of advertising did you do?
1: Okay, well, let's just quickly go over, uh, I guess, what we were talking about earlier about, uh, I guess, how the characters came to be and. Uh, and how radio played a big part in, the, in your success, did it not?
0: Yes, it did. Uh, we uh, we created the name uh, to have a fun and bilingual name. It was with the help of an ad agency. Uh, Mr. Norton is your American uh, cookie baker, because chocolate chip cookies is, is as American as baseball and apple pie, and baseball is sort of going downhill. Um, and uh, Mr. Felix is your uh, your French uh, chef pâtissier, and that was the, the fun. Um, and uh, early on, uh, I got quite lucky in uh, meeting up with Terry DeMonte when he was just starting out on Shom. And uh, he, uh, I hired him to be our spokesperson. And uh, we both uh, had a very uh, rapid rise to success in the uh, mid-'80s. And uh, he just did a fantastic job. And, and radio really, really helped bring people to our stores. Our stores became a destination uh, we, we promoted ourselves as a gift store. We realized that people would buy uh, only a couple of cookies when they were buying them for themselves, but when they wanted to offer them to somebody else, then they would spend a lot more because it would be, be kind of cheap to just offer a bag of two cookies as a gift to somebody.
2: You know, being in retail, Michael, there, certainly advertising plays a, a, a monster role. Where, where would you guide people to, to go, and, and what, what should be their thought processes as they're thinking to market their product or their service out of their retail store?
0: Well, I did a lot of research, and I got to learn, at that time, I got to learn everything about the BBM ratings, so I I understood by observing in my store who my customer was, what the age and demographics of them were, and then I had to try to find what was the best medium or the most effective medium to reach the people I needed to reach.
1: Thank you, Mark, for your call. Um, Uh, Thanks, Mark. I believe we have one more quick question now from uh, Francine, who's on the line. Uh, Hey there, Francine.
0: Oh, uh, well, good evening. What a wonderful program. Uh, Mr. Ashkenazi. I just wonder, uh, you're, you, you had a place before on, uh, on St. Catherine. Is it still there
2: where we can get cookies there?
0: Um, actually, there's one in the Eaton Center and also another one in Alexis Neon Plaza, but we're not on St. Catherine Street anymore.
2: So as we hear the story about Felix Norton and uh, Michael Askenazi as he's telling it, you know, 25 years is just around the corner. We've heard a lot of history building up to it. Michael, where are you today? Where do you see tomorrow? And and what are the plans? Where are we going to be able to see Felix Norton in a few years from now?
0: Well, the focus is on bringing the brand... Uh Back, uh, you know, about ten years ago, I got I exited from the uh, the retail business. I still own the recipes and uh, the, the 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 name, but I sold the, the the rights to the stores to a company that operates the Sweet Factory Candy Store. So that's where you can find our cookies right now. But uh, the plan is that uh, we are just uh, uh, about to uh, acquire a company. Uh, to, uh, uh, or to build a new plant, actually, that uh, will be making our dough. And uh, we want to get our dough into the frozen food sections of all the major grocery chains, as well as a number of other products that we're working on. Basically, I, I want to see Felix and Norton in uh, other retail environments.
1: You're listening to What Keeps You Up Nights on uh, CJAD, a new business program about the entrepreneurial spirit that drives Quebec business. It's brought to you by Fuller Landau and my co-host is Josh Miller of Fuller Landau and we're joined this evening by the owner and founder of Felix and Norton Cookies, Michael Eskenazi. Uh, Josh, I guess we're going some, some, through some of the history uh, of this company and um, how they've been so successful in, uh, in Montreal. Uh, have you, do you have plans, uh, Michael, of perhaps expanding to, um, to the United States or to uh, elsewhere in Canada?
0: Um, well, the focus. I mean, the Felix and Norton brand is really known and loved here in Quebec. Uh, we we went out to uh, to, to prove that uh, to people, uh, to ourselves, and to a lot of uh, to our customers by launching uh, something very special last year. Uh, it's called Urgence Biscuit, and it's a uh, mm-hmm. the world's first uh, environmentally friendly mobile cookie bakery. We took a, a an old a twenty year old truck. And we converted it. It runs on propane and solar energy. It's got ovens and freezers and a coffee machine and a flat screen TV. And we go around from event to event. Uh, a lot of uh, people listening may have seen it. Well, there was a lady who called earlier who had seen it. We we did some parties. We were at the old port for the fireworks. We, we were a lot of... Uh, of uh, municipal festival days like Hampstead Day and TMR Day. We were at soccer tournaments, serving fresh warm cookies straight uh, from the oven, uh, just the way they used to be in our stores. And I heard from people, I met people, in fact, uh, a lady who told me that she named her son Felix because she was eating our cookies all the time when (laughs) she was pregnant.
1: It must be very satisfying to sort of be in a business that you can, um, I guess, put smiles on people's faces every day because we had a a little uh, coffee party at the station a couple weeks back and Felix and Norton cookies were served and they're very popular. Do you go home and sleep well every night because you're in a a business that creates smiles in a sense? Uh,
0: Absolutely. I had so much fun on this truck back doing what I used to do, serving cookies and watching people's reactions as they would just look at me and go, wow. So, you're,
2: so you, w- you went back to your passion, basically. You went back to, as, as Dan said, putting smiles on people's faces. So, so now, now that you have this cookie truck, you, you, you're reconfirming the fact that the brand is known, the brand is out there. Uh, you're you're taking this concept and you're bringing it not just to the stores, but you want to bring it to beyond. Uh, this is something that I know you've been thinking about, you've been discussing, you've been planning. Do you do this on your own, or are you are you a one-man show today? Do you do you involve other people to create or build the concept? How do you operate today with all this experience that you've that you've had over the years?
0: Well, I surround myself with some really good advisors. Uh, I, I'm very lucky to have some, uh, some people who can really help me, a terrific designer, some really good business consultants who are helping me put this plan together. And, uh, you know, this, this project is a major project. It's going to take a lot of financing. Uh, and so putting that business plan together and going out and getting the financing isn't something I can do on my own. Uh, I I really need some support and help in in, in doing it, and I'm very lucky to have uh, people like Josh to, to help me.
2: Thank you. And and as we as we get to the end of the show, uh, I'm just curious to know again with your the 25th anniversary coming up and all your experiences, ups downs highs lows, putting smiles on people's faces. What would you tell the Quebec business owner today uh, on what they how they should operate? What should they think of? What would be your, I guess, words of wisdom that would pop into your head right now?
0: Well, we've said them a few times tonight. You've got to be passionate. You've got to believe in what you're doing. You've got to love what you're doing. And uh, take, take that passion and run with it. Uh, and make sure that it's always there. And if you lose it, you better find a way to
1: find it or get out of your business. Did you have a bit of trouble during the recession? Were people buying cookies at a, at a regular rate? Or was there a bit of a drop?
0: Oh, there were there were there yeah. were certainly some ups and downs over the years, uh, but uh, there, there's a real return now as people are looking for quality goods and and uh, uh, things that uh, remind them of their youth. Uh, there's a nostalgia out there for for uh, home style foods, and so I think uh, it's a, it's a great. We're really well positioned for a comeback.
2: Well, that's great. Uh, I think the story has been fantastic. Uh, I know there's so much more to tell. Uh, I've lived part of it myself, but we're really glad to have you here tonight, Michael. Uh, Thank you very much. Uh, I know we appreciate it. uh, And uh, and good luck in all the future endeavors that you have. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Michael Eskenazi, the owner of Monsieur Felix and Mr. Norton, uh, celebrating their 25th anniversary. Just an incredible business story uh, founded right here in Montreal. You've been listening to What Keeps You Up Nights. It's a new business program on CJAD about the entrepreneurial spirit that drives Quebec business. It's brought to you by Fuller Landau. And uh, my co-host has been Josh Miller. Uh, Josh, thanks again for dropping by. And you can reach Josh Miller and the rest of the Fuller-Landau team uh, at flmontreal.com, that's their website, flmontreal.com, or at their office at 514-875-2865, that's 875-2865. Our next program, Monday, January 11th at 7 p.m., so uh, tune in for another edition of uh, What Keeps You Up Nights on CJAD. Thanks for listening. CJAD time is coming up to 8 o'clock. News is next, and then uh, more great great programming on Montreal's news talk leader, CJAD 800.